When disaster strikes, we can't all be lucky enough to immediately find a secret bunker underneath an abandoned resort. And that's why we're so happy that this recap of Fear the Walking Dead is brought to you by our friends over at GEICO. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Fear the Walking Dead, Season 6, Episode 15, Mother is over, but we're just getting started here on Post Show Recaps, and that was one mother of an episode, I gotta tell you guys. Uh, my name is Jessica Lee, and I'm the only actual mother on this panel tonight, but we are still going to bring you lots of opinions about many different aspects of this totally bonkers episode. And I think, first of all, I got to introduce the guy that disappeared for a whole bunch of episodes and then has just recently come back. It's Josh Wiggler. Uh, I'm trying desperately to figure out what's the Darren Aronofsky's mother joke uh, <laughs> before AJ Mass inevitably gets to it. So I'm just trying to scoop AJ Mass. But if AJ wants to... Wants to pick that up and run with it. Uh, the ball is out on the field. Yeah, well, on Twitter, there's already we've already exhausted the dirty rotten scoundrels joke, the Danzig joke, and the Pink Floyd joke. So mm-hmm. if you, there's a whole field of mothers left for all of you to choose from. And AJ Mass, go ahead, hit me with your best shot. Uh, I'll, I'll go with uh, the Marsha Norman play Night Mother, uh, which is kind of the end of that is kind of how I want to be right now, which spoiler alert, head in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez! Did yeah. anyone do how I met your mother? Was that? Time? Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I think you just took it from Chappelle. <laughs> no. How, how will you go on, Chappelle? <laughs> what am I going to do without the greatest sitcom of all time? No, 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 no. I'm happy to be here, but I don't want to talk it? about how I met your mother at all. <laughs> Let's mother. never talk about it again. Yeah, that episode please. was legend. No. Waiting for no. it. Oh, you'll be waiting. Waiting for it. <laughs> we can wait for forever. It. Uh, yeah, I find dairy. How I, how I <laughs> met, story. Story. How, I, <laughs> how I met, how I met Teddy's mother, who wasn't really her really. mother. <laughs> uh, yeah. who wasn't the mother. This is why I didn't want to talk about that dang show because <laughs> the whole yeah. time it's not even the mother. Yeah. Well, also, didn't we all? Everyone's like, "Oh, Madison's coming back," and so it didn't happen. It's this is this is like the "How I Met Your Mother" episode of, uh, of Fear the Walking Dead. I am getting so angry. Can we please just move <laughs> yeah. away from our questions? Let me tell you about the time I met some zombies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you about the time I went on a wild goose chase to take a random corpse out of the cemetery. Well, have you ever thought about how I met your your husband's father? Uh, which could have been last week's episode. Uh, John Dory Sr. reporting for duty. I, I think this episode really solidified for me the theory that they definitely wrote this whole arc assuming they would continue to have the John Dory we all knew and loved and then Garrett Dillahunt pieced out and they had to write it 
at the they had to write it on the fly for Dory the Fifth at the very last minute. It seems really clear to me that that's what was going on here. What was what uh, what's making you say that specifically about this episode? Like the the slow pan across the jail cell to these clearly pre-made props that are talking about the cop named John Dory who arrested the serial killer named Teddy. It, it seems to me like they already had this written and they printed up the props. They were ready to go. And Garrett Dale Hunt's like, no, nope, sorry, I'm out. They're like, shit, we need a new John Dory. Print us another. Yeah, yeah, but keep the props. <laughs> yeah, we already printed the thing. We can't print another thing. Get us another Dory. But it feels like that's all been set up and it really Keith Carradine has never felt more shoehorned into anything. Yeah. I mentioned this week, uh, grandpa Dory. Uh, yeah. I think maybe we just, it's Dory's all the way down. It's going to be, it's going to be great when we have, uh, our, our grandpa fight. It's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> you got, you got old John versus old Teddy. And it's just going to be a, uh, a battle, uh, to see who breaks their hip first. <laughs> Battle of the Octogenarians. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah. Fear the yeah. Octogenarians. <laughs> it's it's a totally different kind of Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Walker. Granddad. Walker. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Not that. And you know, if you run out of tennis balls, you can use a a, a Walker head and yeah. put it on the bottom of your Walker. <laughs> this is like the that scene in, in Up. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like up on the blimp mm-hmm. yeah this you guys i watched this episode <laughs> and I, the whole time i was just like really they should have just left us with john dory honestly um aren't you guys happy that dakota's back no. we love that right Wait, who, dakota there was this yeah. character named sue yeah, i saw yeah. <laughs> this is a whole june laura thing all over again yeah, exactly. No, you know, like they're trying to catch not, that zombie land magic. Like, what if we name people after where they're from? That's <laughs> oh, I didn't even put I didn't even put that together. AJ, oh my gosh, no, we we can't do that. We can't merge all our zombie shows together just because they're running out of ideas. Um, be, because they're obviously running out of ideas. So I don't want to just jump to the end, you guys. But do we have to talk about the abandoned submarine with the missile from Galveston that they just happen to have a key for and nobody knows why? Yeah, but we've known forever, right? Like we've been saying this forever that they were gonna they were gonna do the the key was for a, a nuclear missile of some kind. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like this is not this is not like a total total side swipe here. Um, but like, what is hilarious? is so teddy thinks like what does he have just like one bomb and he's going to completely eradicate all of civilization like he'll cause significant damage but like what's he what exactly is he going for here that he's going to speed up that isn't already happening yeah i think i think his goal and i think Chappelle, or if if this is if this is not his goal i think what Chappelle came up with is better than his goal so (laughs) A few weeks ago, we decided that we're just trying to get rid of the walkers and probably some collateral damage, too. But really, the main thing we're concerned about is eradicating the zombies from the area where we are, like our immediate vicinity. So set off a nuke that's probably going to do it for quite a ways in every direction. Then you stay underground until the radiation has passed and things are growing back. Then you come up above ground. There's no, like, mean people and there's no walkers. And now you've got 
your run of the place. Basically, I think that's that's the same plan. Now, what Teddy's plan is and how it differs from that plan, I do not know. Well, I mean, I, I just did a quick Google search and there are two nuclear power plants very near Galveston. So maybe he's going to take the missile and aim it at a nuclear power plant, which will set forth a nuclear power plant explosion, which should at least cover a lot more area. It's a very elaborate plan, but at the front of his plan, he has Alicia as the president of the world. Like, (laughs) this is the part that I really don't understand. She's she's the new mother. Oh no! That's it. I mean, no, no, that's it. No, I'm not being cheeky. No, you're right. Joke like the episode's called Mother because Teddy's intention is for her to be like the new mother of civilization, and his whole thing it appears to be like. People are bad. We're bad. I'm bad. My ideas, they are bad. My instincts, the things I want to do, are not good. I shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be here. They shouldn't be there. She shouldn't be here. Alicia should be here. Alicia's like the only one who should still be here. All of us should go. Alicia should stay. Alicia should come out of her hidey hole once we're all gone and just do things however she wants to do it. And then that's it. That's his plan. His plan is like, we're all bad. He's like the ultimate misanthrope and he wants to nuclearly assault, uh, the remnants of, of all of his bad, filthy ideas. And he wants her to be the mother of whatever comes next. Okay, well, A, the last time Alicia was in a bunker with a whole bunch of people, it did not end well for anybody except Alicia. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, oh my and may, God. I, may I add, uh, she, she was also a character on a show called The Hundred, yes, where right. everyone in society oh, eventually yeah. went down into a bunker. Now, she was, she, her character was dead by then. Oh, AJ, AJ, did you watch that show? <laughs> I, I might have watched it once. Did you or check twice. that out? I never do. How does it compare to Criminal Minds? <laughs> Either the fans are a lot less toxic, I'll tell you that much. Oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there was a fine bunker uh, scenario there where, where nuclear explosion up up top and uh, society trying to cope down below. Right. Uh, it did not end well. Okay, so here's what's going to happen is Alicia's going to pull a Clark Right, and she's got the choice. I, I'm not going to spoil season two. It's whatever else happened that was still pretty good. Yeah, I. You're a wimp for not spoiling things. That's what this podcast. I is know. For, is to I spoil know. Everything. I Here's try the funny not thing. to. I try not to. The, apparently, like the first five minutes of next week's episode gives away a lot of the questions we have about the submarine. But I'm not going to spoil that because you can look that up on YouTube if you want. Oh, they have a, an exclusive clip of the next episode already? Yeah, I found it on YouTube. It's like the first five minutes of the episode. I guess it is worth mentioning, right? There's no episode next week. We just found yeah. like we just reconfirmed this before we started recording that uh, The Walking Dead is taking a week off. Uh, so Fear of the Walking Dead will be back in two weeks' time. So happy Memorial Day, everybody. Happy Memorial Day to us. Yes. 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 Uh, Josh, when you said pull a Clark, I thought you meant a Madison Clark who is still not on my television screen. (laughs) She's coming. Is she? Yeah. You're trolling us now, too. No, 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 no way. I I just just wanted to ask Jess a question about how it was to watch a much more entertaining adaptation of the stand in this episode than you did when you covered the stand. That's funny. You know, we had the jail cell escape. We end with a new mm-hmm. character, uh, mother, 
of hearing. <laughs> yep. Well, honestly, AJ, there was a period of time a couple months ago where I just stared at a blank wall for nine hours and it was better than the stand. So <laughs> you got that. Um, Honestly, there was so much in here that just reminded me of other things that have happened, like both on both on regular Walking Dead and here. Like we have we have Alicia being, you know, unwillingly forced to protect a tween who killed somebody she knows and she hates them and she still has to protect them anyway. There's that. There is we're going into a prison with zombies. We've done that. There's so much here that just feels like uh, we're going to bring back somebody that we haven't seen in several seasons that we don't care about and didn't remember. Have to be clubbed over the head with who that person is for Triple a solid down 20 on minutes. It then. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is he good? Is he bad? Is he good? Is he bad? Is he on the wrong side? Is he on the right side? Are we going to go with him? We're not going to go with him? No, we're just going to kill him and it all doesn't matter. I, lo- I love this guy, Cole. Uh, Cole was great. I had, I like, this was a guy and like, they played it as a reveal. And it's like, wait, who's that? Uh, and it's not like, if not for the fact that like we had talked this through, there's like, you know, like there, there's somebody coming back who's from season, uh, season four. Like I never would have known, like, <laughs> thank God for this podcast. I'm sure people are saying <laughs> out there, yes. right? Like, because like, if not for us, so many people would have been watching this episode. Like, who is that? The show seems yeah. to think that I would remember. No, no, no. I think the show does not think you remember because when Cole appears, I'm sitting there thinking, who is that? And then they say Cole. And I said, Cole. And at the exact same time, Teddy says, who the hell is that? And I was like, yes, Teddy. <laughs> yes. Me too. That's yeah. why we have a stranger in that scene. So you can catch him up on it and then catch everybody else up on it. Yeah. It it's a great. That was a great exchange where uh, uh, Cole goes, uh, or Alicia goes, Cole? And Cole goes, Alicia? And Alicia goes, is that you? And <laughs> Cole goes, I was just about to ask you the same question. <laughs> and I'm sitting there being like, who the hell is this guy? Uh, but like, the show, <laughs> but I feel like the show's initial, like way that, the way they were playing, it was like, oh, people are going to remember this. And then they're like, oh, no, they might not. Teddy, ask the question. <laughs> um, but I like this guy, Sebastian Sozi, uh, is sort of, uh, he, who plays Cole. He said, kind of reminded me of like, uh, like Diet Chris Messina. Uh, <laughs> I felt like he sort of had that vibe. And I was sad that uh, it, it, the worm turned so swiftly. Uh, I thought this was a fun a fun character, and then they were just like, "No, nah, let's just kill him," like okay. we do everybody. Who did you remember more of at the time that they reappeared? Did you remember more about Cole, or did you remember more about Morales? Morales, every day of the week. Yeah, same. And yeah. Morales was gone for way longer. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he is part of the classic first season of The Walking Dead. Yes. Uh, this dude was just sort of at the baseball stadium and a lot of shit went down at the baseball stadium, including the maybe, maybe not demise of Madison. And again, Chappelle, to your earlier point, I'm not out on this. I, I, if anything, I'm like further galvanized that Madison Clark is going to be on Fear the Walking Dead, except now I'm convinced it's going to be a season, season finale cliffhanger material. Yeah. Uh, Tim Diggins returns. I would be okay with that, but what I would prefer at this point 
just because you were, uh, you know, so galvanized. Yeah. It's the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want you and your world torn asunder as yeah. she never appears. And you go, what? <laughs> like Game of Thrones level of disappointment. Like, what does a white horse even mean? Like, yeah. that's what I want now. Yeah. So, like, if she comes back, give me zombie Kim. <laughs> I don't think I don't th- I don't think it'll be like that for me though. I think it'll be like ah, all right, whatever, fine. But what I'll say then is if she doesn't show up in the season six finale, two episodes away, if it, then then this is like all right, fine. Spoiler: uh, this is like Lady Stoneheart stuff, where Game mm-hmm. of Thrones had like a bunch of different opportunities to do Lady Stoneheart to to bring this character from the books into the show. They had a finale called The Children, prime spot for Lady Stoneheart to show up. They had a finale; uh, she didn't show up there. They had a finale called Mother's Mercy, prime <laughs> spot for Lady Stoneheart to show up, and then she didn't show up. And so at that point, I was like, all right, well, then it's just not going to happen. Um, they had Mother this week. And not only do they not bring Kim Dickens back, but they bring other people from the Diamond back, and they evoke Madison Clark. Uh, and it's all about, like, oh, she's dead. She died for nothing. And I think it's this feels like heavy trolling. Mm-hmm. This feels very yeah. much like trolling from the creators of the show. That we are, uh, we're, we're giving you an episode called Mother. Everyone is speculating that Madison's going to come back. You think she's going to come back in this episode? She's not. And if she's not going to come back in this episode, we're bringing people back from the diamond, then she's never going to come back at all. Except all these people who are connected to each other all still seem to be in the same, like, three-foot radius of each other. Mm-hmm. So, like, the odds, if she ever survived, that she didn't get very far were these other people, like, very high within, like, the realism of Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, so I feel like if it doesn't happen by the end of the season, then I'm out on it. But I feel like this, a lot of this feels like... um like in season six of Walking Dead, they did a bunch of like misdirects with Glenn. They're like, oh, Glenn's dead. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. We were kidding. But he will die. He <laughs> will die. And we'll really tease you on that with the baseball bat and stuff like that. Like this kind of feels of a piece with this sort of classic Walking Dead tactic. Uh, except that the, the card they'll turn over isn't. Uh, you know, Glenn's gonna die. The car they're gonna flip over is the opposite. Is that Madison's alive? You had no idea, except that you did. Except we dragged that out. Yeah. Well, we know the Glenn storyline is your favorite of all time, so uh, I'm glad you brought that up. But um, yeah, I just want to say that as a faithful listener to uh, Wiggler's content, um, you said the same thing about Game of Thrones, and it was a troll, 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 troll throughout. <laughs> All the way to the end, and it never got your stone heart moment. So I kind of want that again for you, just because I, I love you so much. But I cared about Game of Thrones so much more. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that is true. I care yeah, about it so much more. What if this is just a, a super mega massive troll? Because this whole <laughs> season is about the end is the beginning, and the end is the beginning. And the last episode is entitled The Beginning. That's all I know about is that it's called The Beginning. And it makes sense, because this whole season about the end is the beginning. What if... Alicia bumps her head at the end of the last episode AJ, get and out. wakes up in the pilot. This is, so Madison this, is there. This is such a this is such a sincere classic AJ Mass theory, and I love you can it. Go. 
I love All right. it. This is great. I love I, it. I'm here so for here it. for She's it. I'm, no, I'm, full, I'm fully <laughs> on my side. I'm fully here for it. I'm fully here for it. Mm-hmm. No, but it uh, makes you so angry, Chappelle. Yeah. Yes, you can see. I'm, I am fuming. Jess, please do something. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch gears here for a second. I, just, I love this theory. It's wonderful. Where is Giannis? <laughs> <laughs> but I I think. I, I feel like AJ kind of stole my thunder at the, up the top of the episode by bringing up Marsha Norman. And who thought that we were going to bring up random references to plays? I did because I wanted to bring up that they've brought in the, they've brought in the diamond. They keep bringing, going back to the stadium. Like, oh, it was the best time of our lives. Even though you guys didn't see any of it, we had crops and everything. The crops were so awesome. I love it so much. They're like Irina and Chekhov's three sisters who won't shut up about going back to Moscow. And this feels like also a troll because this is clearly Chekhov's Madison Clark who's not going to go off by the end of the, of the season. <laughs> No, the end is the beginning, and the end of the season is called the beginning, and that's the beginning of the whole show. And the beginning of the whole show was Madison Clark, and they're going to bring back Madison Clark. God, this is worse. As the pilot starts, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. This is is worse than Teddy walking around being like, well, the end is the beginning, and I'm the end, so I can't be the beginning, so you have to be the beginning. If if Madison doesn't show up, I'll eat a snake. No, I won't. No. Yes, eat the snake. It's already been done, Josh. Not, I'm not going full <laughs> bloom. I'm not doing it. Not gonna do it. No, you gotta be. You gotta be careful about your diet, man. No, um, yeah, no way. Excuse no me way. while I mute my microphone. Just kidding. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> yeah, but the the way that they are treating the stadium is like the Fear of the Walking Dead. This is unprecedented for the show because they are usually very careful to do a hard reset at the end of every season where they're like, we don't care about anything that happened before that. You know, we don't care that you went to Mexico. We don't care that you were in a hotel. We don't care that you were on a boat or on a ranch with a bunch of like preppers. We don't care that Madison Clark was a thing and that she had a boyfriend and that he had kids. And we don't care about any of those people. We're never going to bring them up again, except all of a sudden we care a lot about the stadium and we can't stop talking about the stadium in this weird way that we have not talked about the stadium before. Like we didn't even reminisce about the stadium during the season where we were supposed to be mourning the stadium. And it it is so weird to me that all of a sudden the show has decided that this is the big, like gold standard of what we're aspiring to, because I don't remember this being a thing this much. Yeah. That's a good point. Fair. I yeah. mean, it's, it's the, the focus on it is, is crazy. I mean, I don't know if they also stuck a fork in it, in many ways, by saying, look, and here are the people from the stadium. Y'all remember Viv, don't you? <laughs> yeah, but they didn't have to because we thought but those the, people were dead. They right. in-memoriamed them. But they and they shot them in front of us now this time. Like, say, no, no, yeah. dead, 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 yeah. dead, dead. Yeah. We're yeah. not and, going and back I, to the stadium. And, but, and, what I, that and says, I bet you think now that the stadium's <laughs> over. And now I bet you think it's all done because everyone's accounted for, right? No, the only thing Every we learned last from, one. Yeah, the only thing we learned from that scene was that nobody is dead until you shoot them in the head and let zombies eat them right in front of you. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you know anybody is dead. That's what they're trying to tell us here. It's not True. that the stadium is dead. It's that Madison Clark is probably not dead because we didn't see her get shot in the head and eaten by zombies. Yeah. Yeah, even though they searched this whole area for her again and again and again. <laughs> 
we just had three witnesses saying, and we looked for her everywhere, and she was nowhere to be found. And we were the only people around here who survived that entire stadium fiasco. Yeah, and we spent our entire last few years around this area. We've never seen her. They sounded pretty selfish, these guys. Uh, they sounded like they were pretty terrible. Uh, so, like, how much were they really going around looking went, for Madison? They went Did from they zero to terrible really fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want to know if they checked under the dumpster, you know, <laughs> when people just go disappearing and dying and not dying. Did you did you look under the dumpster? Was every stone unturned? Really? I will, I will say I'm hoping if, you know, when Madison does walk in, they'll flash back to her surviving and it's all because she put on the mascot costume. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like That's, if you're trying to flee a fire, you don't want to wear the mascot costume. That feels really super flammable. Yeah, uh, you know, but you're certainly protected from bites. Mm-hmm. Fair, encased in polyurethane. I mean, it's safe. Yeah, and it probably doesn't smell like humans anymore. <laughs> there you go. Oh, trust me, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> so AJ, so you're saying that in a, a zombie apocalypse, we can't expect you to be Mister Met. <laughs> I, 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 I certainly that will probably be the only thing that will get me back in that costume. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's he's going to turn into that guy from Big Hero Six that always wears the mascot suit. Uh, <laughs> is he Baymax? No, he's not. He's the other guy. He's like oh, the, right. the rich guy that wears the flying monster suit. Love you, yeah, I'm not going to be wearing no inflatable superstar type mascot suit. Come on, Josh. It's a fun idea, though. It's a fun idea. Uh, I have other thoughts. I, I I have other thoughts on why I think Ma- I'm not out on Madison. Madison's coming back. I feel like Madison's coming back. I'll, There's, I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll rein it in. But I, I got it. So this is the first time I'm on the podcast since Teddy's been on the show, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Or at least since like Teddy's been on my TV screen. So I just have to I just have to, like that guy's wild. <laughs> Yo, he's crazy. I guess I shouldn't say that given what he did to his mother for saying that to him. Uh, so I'm a little nervous for calling him loco, but uh, Teddy's wiling out over here. He's like so happy to like the, the to just like constantly be like flaunting his his lunacy all over the place. Uh, he's a he's a wild man. This this Teddy, I kind of love this character. Are you saying, Josh, that in the zombie apocalypse, provided you don't die in minute one, like you have? frequently said you would if you somehow managed to survive to minute 10 you're going to join the serial killer cult I, that is how, where did you get that poll with which to make <laughs> I kinda that like this guy i kind of <laughs> like this guy he sounds like i mean he's crazy but i i kind of enjoy him josh you would be right behind him and being like this guy's nuts but i kind of like it have josh, you all ever have, have none of you ever talked about television before is it not, <laughs> is it not possible to really enjoy a character without signing on to their virtues and their values Josh, why do you have those keys around your neck <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here it just sounds like you have been drinking the Kool-Aid. Or I think you're, you're protesting a little too hard here, oh man. Oh my god. Do you like him like Let's him? No. <laughs> Why don't you marry him, Josh? Jeez. Leave us alone. It's very personal. <laughs> Our bond is very yeah, sacred. Look, we learned this episode that the only true ways of life in the zombie apocalypse are highway robbers or destroy the entire world. So which team are you on, man? You gotta pick. I mean, I guess if those are the uh, the two sides, jeez! Uh, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to be with either of them, though. I don't want to be with either of them. 
Yeah, I mean, neither did Alicia. You know, she still had to make the choice. Well, she was going to make the choice, neither of them. And then frickin' Dakota was like, what's up? I'm the worst. Here's a shotgun. Uh, And and so she didn't really get to make the choice. She she did not get to do the Kelly Taylor, I choose me. Yeah, that's what Uh, she was going to do. That's what I would have done. I hate Dakota so much. I I say this every week, but I just really want to be very clear that I don't understand why this child is still here. Like, I liked that Alicia was able to pull the trigger and take out Cole at the very end because she realized, like, Cole sucks. Um, But why not just shoot Dakota the moment you got your hands on the gun? Like, why not just shoot her, too? I just don't understand. Like, she's right there. She She sucks just as much as Cole, if not more. Like, she legit sucks more than Cole. Kill her. Just kill her. What's Teddy going to do? He's not going to kill you. You're a mother of the new civilization. <laughs> uh, he can still do his. He can still do his missile thing. He doesn't need her for the keys. They're not going to like. Okay, Dakota's dead. So let's call in the reinforcements. Like, just kill her. She's right there. She can go. I'm sorry. I'm over. I'm, yeah, I'm tired of shot, this little girl. If she had shot Dakota, I mean, Teddy would have just turned and gone. Well, that was excessive. But where <laughs> is the little lady? Oh, applause. applause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- it was like the one thing. There was like the one thing you could have done in that situation. It, they've managed to put us into this corner where you really can't. She can't defeat Teddy right now because otherwise they turn the switch and blow up everything anyway. And she can't really like go with Cole because then Teddy goes after them. Right. But she could kill Dakota, and she really should have, and she didn't. And just in the I- meantime. Just kind of like as an afterthought, like, hey, yeah. not the gun, shooting zombies, but hey, you're still there. Let me shoot you too. I just, oh, oh wait, that's not a zombie. Oh, my bad. Sorry, my bad, Teddy. You know what? I can still be mother, but I just my aim's kind of off. You know, yeah. like, just, don't, just don't let me shoot are those, things. Are those flowers over there. <laughs> <laughs> She's not trying to kill a kid. You know, like she did. She went. Why she not? Because she had this whole story arc already. She, yes. Charlie, yeah. she didn't they kill did Charlie. This. They did this. They did this. They did this. And I know it's all a loop. You know, but we're all round and round we go. I know we have been here before, but she could have stepped out and broken the pattern. That was what Teddy <laughs> was trying to get her to do. And I, I'm sorry. I think I'm on Team Teddy now, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. AJ, it's just us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going to sit here in my bed and have just listen to just say that over and over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not eating my beans. I'm not eating my beans. Oh, there's a joke I want to make here so badly about being locked in a room while something plays over and over and over. But I promised Wiggler I would not spoil anything in that arena. So, oh gosh, okay, yeah, I don't okay. know, I don't know what you're alluding to. So, yeah, you will someday. Oh God! Okay, but in the meantime, it's a small world after all. <laughs> oh, now I know what you're talking small. about. Okay, 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 okay. Everyone relax. Everyone calm down. Yep. Calm down. <laughs> Everyone be good. Everybody be cool. Uh, treat these spoilers as carefully as you would treat that not my mother corpse in the back of this vehicle. What I have a strange questions. road trip. What a bizarre. What an absolutely, utterly bizarre narrative thrust for this week's episode. Hey, come pick up my mom's entombed corpse with me. <laughs> Guess what? It isn't actually my mom. Why? Why did we do any of that? It was weird to me that they went to this mausoleum and pulled out this corpse. And why didn't it turn? 
Because like, it was already dead. It was dead before the, the oh, before time, she said. Yeah. yeah, he said it was in the before time she died. In yeah. the before, okay, so not every, like, every dead thing didn't come back to life. It was just anything that died after a certain point. Right. I mean, even if it had been, you know, maybe, uh, you know, head wound, brain trauma wouldn't have, re- yeah. wouldn't have turned necessarily. What if you were in a coma when the zombie apocalypse broke out? Well, then your beard grows and you wake up a week later and you start the series. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. What if you were, but, but, you know, he wasn't in a full coma. What if you were yeah, in a yeah. persistent vegetative state when the zombie mm-hmm. apocalypse breaks out? Hmm. I think, you know, if you're still alive. Uh, yeah, I think you're alive. You're alive. Ooh, yeah. ooh, but, but, but I can see the show exploring that left side zombie right side normal oh wow oh. <laughs> i tried to give it a bj and y'all wouldn't let me and now look at this. <laughs> no, yeah. now i kind of want to see it through to the end <laughs> and yeah, you'll see it when they revisit the pilot yes exactly here you go no it, i know how that ends aj it takes about 30 seconds because left side zombie chews on its own right arm and fully turns and dies the end the end <laughs> I have a question about this corpse. Was there any significance to this particular corpse? Because no. he seemed to know it was there. Like he went straight to it. Like, hey, this is a body that I need. Did, has he been like planning this for a very long well, time? Yeah, he said he, he had been. Yeah. I mean, but like, did he go and like peek in there or like put the corpse in? Like, I have to check the mausoleum to see what's around. Oh, look, a body. This is where I need to come to. Like, that's a, he, it's such a long con for this display of theatrics. Like, I was like hoping that at least the body meant something, but nope, just a random body that he just happened to know was right there. Yeah, maybe gotta, he, he just knew that like this place was like relatively far away. It would give them enough time to like go on a road trip, a little, uh, hi, how are you? Get to know you, you know, play some music. Life is a highway. You know, like really get to have that bonding session together. It's like, well, there's that place. It's got all of like the weird bodies in the wall. I am a serial killer. I have, you know, checked that out. Although that's a good point though. He is an undertaker. Presumably he's from the area. So he knows where all the bodies are. Like that's his whole job. That's his raison d'etre. And there um, might be some sort of secret code where they can, uh, you know, maybe the gender is written there, but secretly, if the, you know, it was like a well, code, maybe. Mausoleums are labeled. Well, I'm just saying, if you saw the name, if Elisa saw the name, you know, maybe there was, she would get suspicious. Who knows? Maybe a nameless one, but it was like had a little tag that he knew it was a female. I yeah. I mean, honestly, I thought the con was even longer, to be honest. Like, apparently the original plan was he was just going to take him on a long drive to pick up a random body from a mausoleum and then swing by the stadium on their way back so that she could show Alicia that everybody in the stadium was dead and it was a burned out husk. But I felt like maybe the con was even longer. Maybe he knew that Cole and his people were there and he was going to stage that whole that whole encounter. So I was surprised that he was surprised, to be honest. Yeah, he's very go with the flow, though. Like, he's very much like, this happened for a reason. Like, this is exactly what is supposed to happen. So even had he planned that, we would never know because it's he's like Bob Ross. Like, this is just a happy accident. You know, like, it's just one of those things where it happens and he's like, no, 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 this is good. Yeah, sure. Kill me. Kill me because that's what's supposed to happen. And then you can do the thing. It's like, so I never quite understood. Was this the plan? Was the plan just like, like, 
It just seemed like a lot, you guys. That's all I'm saying. It's just a, 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 a whole lot. I love the Bob Ross, I love the Bob Ross. That explains why he was so uh, fond of the painting going on down there in the bunker. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This is our own Bob Ross, unfortunately. <laughs> but, Ooh. yeah, the, when the body flies off the back of the truck and he, like, basically freaks out. Wait a minute. Pause. Why did the body fly off the back of the truck? Is he just a poor driver? Was there yeah. something in the road? Did I miss it? Did I blink? There was something in the road, yeah. Yeah, they... He, they, he had a flat tire all of a sudden. He had a tire blowout, and I think it was because the roadside bandits had set up some kind of trap. Okay. And, and so then he slams on the brakes really hard when the tire starts to spin out, and the body goes flying because he didn't secure the tailgate. Because I don't think tailgates secure in the zombie apocalypse because That's he's been fair. driving stuff for like five years with no maintenance. Yeah. Okay. So he still managed to, even in that moment of panic, you know, with the roadside, you know, uh, sabotage, he still managed to stay in character and, and dive out of the car, chasing after his mommy. Look, yes, I am, mother. I am 100% convinced that his hobbies included like embalming live people and improv comedy. Like he's just the master <laughs> of yes anding everything. Oh, yeah. wait, he improv comedy. All right. I'm going to say his side now. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Chappelle, it's just me, you guys. It's just you. It's just me. Don't you understand that our whole our whole plan is then we're going to lock you in a bunker with all of our converts? And Am I the mother? Yeah, you're the mother. <laughs> well, I'm the mother. Chappelle, you you this. What we're trying to do is to tank the Walking Dead podcast, and you are going to be the only one left, and you get to decide what it looks like starting next season. <laughs> and I, part of our plan is to spoil every other program that we've ever watched <laughs> so and people get tired of hearing about. that <laughs> I guess well hopefully uh, Madison Clark will show up and, and break me out of the bunker like is that what we foresee coming like somebody has to get Alicia out of here she can't just stay in there and let the whole you know this whole conflict happen without her so do we think Madison is going to be the one to let her out like w- there has to be a reason why this woman's name is still in the atmosphere when literally everybody else just dies and goes away yeah I think it's got to be something like that I don't even think Madison Clark I think if Madison Clark shows up she shows up in the last five minutes of the finale but I mm. think first of all what kind of idiot designs a bomb shelter that doesn't open from the inside? Can we talk about that, please? I mean, this, this bunker underneath the resort, that's inspired by a real thing. Like, that's a thing mm-hmm. that really happened. But they had a door on the inside so they could go out when they felt like it was okay to go back out. Like, you don't just go in the bunker and never come out again. It's like they put her in one of those, like, oh, those freezers. Yeah. You know, you can open it from the outside, but not the inside. That's exactly how it looked. Because, like, well, if it's a if it's a bunker... Your goal is to enter and exit. Like, at what point did they go in and, like, you know, jerry-rig this thing to where she couldn't get out? Like, who, I mean, who did that? There's a, there is some sort of, uh, there's, like, the loose brick in the wall or, like, uh, you know, the, like, the pattern that you knock on the glass. It's just <laughs> so, like, there is some sort of, like, secret exit to that room. Yeah, there's a giant painting, uh, a giant poster of Rita Hayworth. Didn't you? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's got the rock hammer. She's going to work at it for the next uh, 18 years. And then she'll be caught up with the main Walking Dead. Ah, There There we go. That's that's the beginning. Yeah, (laughs) That's the beginning we're looking at. Oh, so what if this plan does go on like flawlessly and then Alicia comes out and then she runs into the people from the world beyond? Oh, there we go. as As long as they don't Nikki and Paula her back into the footage of the original Walking Dead series. So oh, yeah. can, can um <laughs> yeah. can I so so we we feel like 
there's a nuclear bomb. Is it try to blow up? Like that's not going to happen because like that's too much. You can't really have the show unless they do it. And there's like a really significant time jump for season seven. And assumedly uh, we lose some characters at least in the process. But is there a world in which Fear the Walking Dead season six ends with Teddy's plan bearing fruit and then season seven basically begins with something akin to the very beginning of The Walking Dead with Rick Grimes waking up in the apocalypse, except it's like Alicia somehow coming out into the world. Uh, is that is that bold? Is that bad? Like, I don't know. I'm I'm kind Both? of like, like <laughs> is is there is there a world that like AJ realistically can you imagine the scenario where this show blows up a nuclear bomb by the end of season six? Uh, no, I can't. Uh, only because I just think it messes with their it messes with the regular Walking Dead. It just we'd know about it. It just it, uh, we're far enough away. I think yeah. like the closest we the closest any other series comes geographically is world beyond in in like Omaha which is far enough away I think you could probably excuse it it's not a big nuclear bomb I yes. guess I guess I guess I mean I, look would it would it be would it be bold yes absolutely would it be bold uh would it be cool to see them like you know, have her. I mean, you don't. You don't want to recast her, but I think it'd be even cooler to like just recast Alicia as, as someone thirty years older and have her come out. Like, Cast Kim Dickens as future oh Alicia. Oh, there you go. Oh. There you go. <laughs> Kim Dickens is Alicia, mother. She becomes mother. Literally becomes her own mother literally. and comes out and joins the world. Boom. <laughs> wow. I love this Honestly. podcast. I love everyone <laughs> yeah. on this pod. <laughs> That's a mess. That's a mess. But no, I think I think what Josh is saying it would be interesting, you know, um, because you could preserve a few people, but this is a good way to kill off some of the fodder too. You know, like Morgan's girlfriend doesn't have to make it. Sorry, um, <laughs> but doesn't. neither does neither does Charlie. And you know, like you could keep like maybe Strand and you know Madison if she manages to make it in there somehow and Alicia just give us like a strong core five, you know, um, no offense to uh, Daniel, but we haven't really seen him much lately. He's already he died through. four times on this show. Right. Like we could get rid of him too. You know, it's kind of, this is kind of like a, like a Thanos snap. You could get rid of uh, some mm-hmm. of the, the, the players mm-hmm. and, and, and move and forward then, with like, a new. That really sets Avengers. up uh, the stage for AJ's time travel theory. There you go. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I thought this was what they were going to do in the season with the dam. When the dam broke, I thought they were just going to kill like all but three people and have them come back. I was disappointed when literally everybody survived that. They should not have. And it was, it was honestly, I was very upset that they didn't try to do this. And maybe this is the show saying, well, we probably should have done that before and killed everybody off when the dam broke. So now let's just blow everything up and what if what if Alicia is literally the only person from the cast that makes it? We have a whole new cast. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, with John Dory leaving, let's say unexpectedly, you know, maybe they have to like revamp some stuff. So we see they're still like using the John Dory props. They're still they're using <laughs> John Dory in the script. But eventually they're like, okay, look, we weren't expecting him to leave the show. 
So let's just wipe the slate clean, you know, flip the chessboard over and, you know, start anew with uh, our mother of civilization, Miss Alicia Clark. It's the beginning. Yeah, it's the beginning. There you go. I I, kind of hate it, but I'd watch it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's kind of the theme of this podcast, isn't it? Isn't that our motto? I kind of hate it, but I'd watch it. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. That's what we're doing. We keep coming back. (laughs) Yeah, we're still here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I liked the I liked the savage burn that Dakota put on on Victor. Alicia gets on the radio. She talks to she talks to Strand, and she's like, "Hey, Strand, there's this whole thing. They got a nuclear bomb. They're going to blow it up. You've got to fix it." And Dakota, who has now by now drunk, drunk the Kool Aid, she's like, "I wouldn't worry about that. Victor's not going to save anyone but himself." <laughs> like that is <laughs> that is incredibly savage and also very true. Astute. <laughs> I was like, that Dakota knows what she's talking about. She's got her finger oh. on the pulse. Yeah, well, this was an episode where we just kind of had to, like, justify what Dakota's been doing, because she feels no remorse for anybody that she's killed. She's like, I had to do it, um, you know, and I think that's why, you know, she even though she looks like the necessary, like, next person to lead this, you know, or to be, you know, in Teddy's back pocket, but he knows that she's crazy. He's like, mm-hmm. no, no, Dakota doesn't feel any remorse. We need Alicia, because Alicia has hope. Dakota crazy recognized no hope. crazy. Uh-huh. He was like, yeah, like, like, uh, what's his, uh, sidekick? The guy who's like really wants a lot of attention and keeps popping Riley. up for no reason. Riley. Yeah. There's another example of crazy knowing crazy. He's like, Riley, you can't do this because you're nuts. You know, like, if, <laughs> if you're in charge of this, we'll be doing this again in three years. And so right. we really need Alicia to be in head of this. But I didn't really love how they were just like, so Dakota, do you feel bad about killing John Dory? No, not really. Anybody else? No, no, I'm, I'm good. They actually left me no choice. Did they? Well, I had some choices, but I chose that. And Teddy's like, yeah, I get it. I chose those choices too. He's like, yeah, I killed my mom. She called me crazy. (laughs) Valid path. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Dakota was a lot. She got a lot of content and I hate her. So you can imagine how much I love this episode. (laughs) Yeah, but I kind of love that terrible things were happening to her. I I, kind of feel like it's in line with an 11-year-old serial killer to glom on to the first serial killer cult she runs into. And it was really funny to watch her slowly buying what buying what Teddy was selling. It was really fun to watch. Yeah. It took like three seconds. Yeah. And I mean, she is a child, but it happens so quickly. Alicia's been with him for weeks. I really want to know how much time has elapsed because mm-hmm. she, he says you've been here for weeks. And I'm like, like three weeks, a month, several months. Like how long has she been down there? Because Dakota just shows up randomly. Like we have no knowledge of her like she says yeah. i look for you and all this like but seriously like she just popped up randomly and within seconds you know what w- one day's time was completely in on the cult <laughs> like not only girl. that I, I guarantee you that even even if if teddy were to just you get dispatched and somehow alicia and dakota find their way back to the main group she's gonna be walking around saying uh my name is sue now <laughs> i can't do that um, I can't. Susan. <laughs> call I can't. Me, call Sue. me. Call me Sue Rushmore. I can't. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm not here for the Dakota rebrand. She must die, and I mean, really die. Not like, oh, Dakota's gone, but here's her twin, Sue. Like, no, I need her dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I yeah. wish that was Teddy Straight for for just in general. Be like, uh, he starts calling Alicia Bernardino or something. <laughs> oh yeah, everybody gets a new name. Well, this is also this is a valid cult thing too. This is a thing yeah. that cult leaders do. They come up with different words for things you already know. If you get a new name and like it's a new, you know, it's not a gym, it's a box. You know, that kind of thing. 
You have to call things by names other than the names that they have. And so you feel like you will, you have ownership over something that is totally normal that, you know, you shouldn't be that devoted to. So him branding her as something new, it really tracks. Like that's how you get the, you know, there's two different kinds of converts. He said, you know, you want the ones that are skeptical because those ones really buy into it. But the other ones, you just like throw up a new name and they're happy. Yeah. Yeah, Sue, why don't you go out back and gather up all the sneakers you can find, uh, some purple blankets, and uh, bring them on in. <laughs> Give her a job. Make her feel important. Yeah. It took yeah. no time. It took, None. Like, None. it took no time, which reinforced my hate for Dakota, quite frankly. I mean, she she confessed that she was actually kind of bummed that someone else killed her mother. <laughs> yeah. No, that was pretty cool. He's like, I've, I've killed two people, but it really should have been three. It's kind of someone else got there first. Someone got there first. I'll get her. <laughs> and and Teddy is oddly trustworthy. Like, I mean, trusting of Dakota. Like, she just popped up. This girl he has no prior knowledge of. Who could just, like, shoot him? You know, like, he has, he has no clue who this person is. He's like, just get in the car. What's up? Let's go. Road trip. Alicia's like, no, don't bring her. He's like, no, seriously. Come on. Like the person who wants to you you want to start your new civilization is telling you this person is bad. And Teddy's like, No, it's fine. It can't be that bad. So clearly was, he doesn't know as much about the stadium as he thought he did, because random tween rocking up on your property wanting to hang out <laughs> never bodes well. And if he'd really been listening, he would have known that. Yeah. I just thought it was fascinating. It happened so quickly. Even Riley was like, what are you talking about? Why are you bringing this girl? Which he's like, no, Riley, you're, you're crazy, Riley. Let's just be fine. I was like, no, it won't. We hate Dakota. Even Teddy should hate Dakota. And I hope that in, by the end he does. I hope she betrays him. I don't think she will because she sucks, but I hope she does. Yeah, this show does a lot of that. Like, oh, it looks like this person who was on our side is now on the other side. Oh, wait, no, they were a double agent. They do a lot of that stuff, and a lot of it doesn't make sense, and I don't think it makes sense for Dakota. Mm-mm, that being said, she had one other great point that I really loved. She had a line about, she said, well, back back in Morgantown, everybody needs to get together to fight off this threat, and they're also not on each other's sides. It's going to make it really hard to fight off anything. And I'm like, oh, I can I can relate. This sounds like things that we might be going through now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yep. Indeed. Totally foreign. No idea what <laughs> that is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, even even speaking of things that we have going on now, we got the flashback of Teddy in the jail cell. And I remember, I think I, last week I asked the question, like, how did he get out of jail, right? Because there's a zombie apocalypse. Just, I mean, the jail cell doors just come flying open and people walk out. Oh, wait, I was wrong. Like, zombie apocalypse happens, the jail cell doors fly open, and everybody just comes walking out. Uh, but I did enjoy how he was... Well, I won't say enjoy, but I thought it was interesting how he was watching TV. He could hear the, like, hey... There's a zombie apocalypse going on. The ICUs are packed. We cannot control this. Like all the things are going to hell. And he just turned it off. I was mm-hmm. like, imagine yeah. something like some global disaster destroying everybody and people just saying, you know what? It's fine. I can I'm choose good. to ignore the pieces of news that I don't care about. Yeah, oh, I, I, I really I thought there was a missed opportunity for a really fun start to Teddy's journey uh, because they were walking this prisoner down to death row to the electric chair 
which means they were kind of they were kind of creating their own zombie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right oh yeah. Kind of there, it'd have been so cool to like, you know, have them execute the guy and then have them running out of the chamber as the guy just executed <laughs> starts <laughs> killing them all. He gets up and just takes off running after them. <laughs> I was a little bummed that didn't happen. <laughs> I, I love that. I, I was really curious why nobody was trying to eat Teddy. Like there's all these zombies just kind of shuffle by him and they're, they don't even register that he's there. Like, does he have some kind of special powers? Maybe we should be converting to his cult. Probably smelled yeah. like death. <laughs> I mean, even the one zombie that did attack him, Teddy killed him with a pin. Like yeah. it, it took no effort. Like the zombie was just kind of like, ah, he's like, Oh, snatch the pin was, off of you. Teddy was born for this. You know, that's what he says. He's like, I, I was ahead of my time. I was long ahead of my time because the zombie apocalypse happens, starts seeing people get eaten, and he immediately, instantly, intrinsically in his bones knows to go for the brain. Well, he, uh, he's handled dead people his whole life. That was his job. So it he makes knows sense it. That he's he knows it. Around the dead. Yeah. He knows exactly what to do. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, maybe I am signing up for his oh, uh, sub stack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm One telling you. One of us. One of us. <laughs> no, it's not okay, you guys. It's just <laughs> not okay. You yeah. must listen to this recording now. Over Mm-mm. and over. <laughs> you have been here over before. Over. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. The idea that, you know, this, the, what is it? Time is a loop. This, we've all lived this life before. No, we have not been through a zombie apocalypse before, Teddy. Stop it. Please stop it. I just want us all to kind of get on the same page, get rid of Teddy, and then start a new with Alicia if we have to. I'm okay with that. Yeah, there was an exchange that I think, like, a lot of the writing in this episode really made no sense. And then there was definitely one exchange here that the good acting in it just elevated the writing so much that I was kind of back on board with it. And it's because... Alicia Debnam Carey is amazing. John Glover is amazing. And the two of them playing off of each other is also amazing. Like you cannot tell who is winning between the two of them. Like who's got the upper hand and they both think that they've got something on the other one. And I really honestly don't know if she's gotten into his head or he's gotten into her head. And there's a couple of moments where you get this flicker and it's like, oh, did she shake him by saying that thing or did he shake her? Is she really trumming around? You cannot tell. And it's, I don't think it's down to the writing there. I think it's all down to what they're doing with each other. And I love watching that. And I'm not even like a person that can usually tell if somebody is acting well or not. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. they're doing these status games. It's like it's an acting yeah. exercise and status improv. games. Yeah. yeah. And it's, 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 delightful to see yeah definitely when that moment when you know she's she says you know because you're crazy and like you, you know, he snaps back for a second and it's like oh did she like you said did she get him and then he's like ha, 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 this is exactly what i wanted you to say yeah <laughs> yeah that's Good probably the, the biggest like underlying point is that you cannot get him because whatever is about to happen he's okay with happening because at the end of the day he knows if he doesn't make it those keys are still going to get turned somebody's got it riley's like uh you know Riley's nuts. So Riley's going to take care of it. If not, Dakota will take care of it. Like he's got somebody in the tuck that's just going to like handle it. So if Alicia says like, I'm not like you because I killed Cole because he was a bad person. And those are the people who should die. He's like, I thought you would say that. He's just like, no, that's not, no, you wanted to, you wanted me to say like, Oh, I killed Cole because I had to kill Cole. And he's like, no, I wanted you to say whatever you're going to say. She's like, 
but I didn't say that. He's like, I thought you would. You know, like it was just one of those, like, I know you are, but what am I? Like, there's no <laughs> way to get a one up on him because he is the king of yes and. Mm-hmm. It's it's really it's it's thrilling to watch. We yes, like and King. <laughs> yeah, we've never had a villain quite like that before. Like they all have a plan and they can pivot from the plan, but their plan is not just to like go with whatever's happening. And I I always say like, how do you come up with fresh villainy in the Walking Dead universe? Because they always have to sort of what up the last villain you had. Like oh. You know, the governor was bad. You haven't met Negan. Negan was bad. You haven't met Alpha. And we're at this point now where I feel like they've played out a lot of stuff. And a lot of these villains they've had have been terrible. But now Teddy is kind of cool because of the way he approaches it. It's so different. Well, we've we've never met a villain that didn't care about dying. Like, that's the thing with Teddy. Mm-hmm. Like, you hold a gun to his face and he's like, oh, you're going to kill me? Cool. Do it. Yeah, and got other like, people ready to do my work. Mm-hmm. Is what he says. Yeah, and he's they're like, Wait, what does that? What does that mean? Because the idea that Cole did not kill him was fascinating, right? Alicia's like, don't do it, Cole. You plan on killing Alicia if you have to. Why haven't you killed Teddy? Because Alicia said, don't like because you're going to walk around for twenty minutes talking about how you're going to kill these people, give exactly. them enough time to kill you. Like, yeah. who are you, Art Goldfinger? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> and every time Cole got ready to, Teddy's like, yeah, sure. Like he's like everybody on their knees. Teddy sits down, crisscross applesauce, like a child in kindergarten. He's like, "I said get on your knees." Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm going to kill you. Okay, we'll do it. Like, there's no like, how do you defeat somebody who is fine with being defeated? You know, I think they probably have found the ultimate villain in somebody who's like, "Yeah, I mean, I could go. Well, try to stop me. Yeah, if you the want." Other, the other thing that's scary about that is like, that's a true believer, uh, mm-hmm. and and so like. I really am not going to spoil this show. Please don't push me on this. Um, but AJ, like, that's very similar to like a Mr. Robot character, right? Uh-huh. Like someone uh-huh. who like, um, how do you beat this person who is so insane and fully believes in their cause that is insane? Um, and will put their life down for it. Like there, this is like a, you know, this is not just somebody who is mixing the Kool-Aid. Uh, this person's drinking their own brew, high on their own supply. That's a scary character. And also in and, and also in their off time, they're crashing through walls, going, right. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Just that nuts. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, yeah. I, yeah, Jess, you yeah, I think it's a perfect point though. Like you can't I mean like I guess my real question is, where do you go after this, right? Like, if you beat the villain that is like, kill me, like, then what do you do? Like, we have another season, at least, of this, you know, iteration of Fear the Walking Dead after whatever may happen or may not happen with the missile. So then now what? Like, who's the, I mean, is Teddy just going to be like, the ultimate, like, sacrifice for Teddy is to not die? You know, like, they keep him around kind of like a pet like Negan. Um, And then maybe he's still the villain. I don't know. Where do we go from here? Well, I think it's got to be sort of like, and again, we're spoiling some walk, Walking Dead proper here, but you thought Alpha was the villain and Alpha's not the villain because we kill Alpha pretty early on in the season. And then it turns out that Beta is the one you really got to watch out for. And I think it's going to be one of those situations where it's like, yeah, you could kill Teddy, but his message lives on and it's been somewhat corrupted in these other people that are crazier than Teddy and that have even less to lose and are even more toxic. Like, so Teddy my, at least my, like Teddy has some good ideas. Well, my question for you is who is Beta? 
I could Dakota. be Riley. Could Dakota. be Dakota. It's Dakota. It's Dakota. Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. It's Dakota because this show hates me. Yeah. And if you do, <laughs> if you do a time jump, you know, of any of any significant stretch, you know, we did love the actress who played Ginny. Mm-hmm. She can age into Ginny and mother daughter. It makes sense, and we could, you know, Kim Dickens versus. <laughs> yeah, but I have another idea for season seven. Okay, Here's my other idea for season seven: everybody who's not going to die gets in the bunker. Right? What if we just mm-hmm. have a whole season seven that's just one long bottle episode? It's the bunking no, dead. No, we already did that. We did that. It just wasn't in a bunker. It was the entire Walking Dead proper for this whatever mini season that we just did during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like I, I refuse to do that again. If I have to see princess wake up in a, in a box car, I will lose my mind. Josh, I know you don't know what we're talking about, but just never revisit it. I, I, uh, I know as much as I need to know. Hey, <laughs> look, we already did the episode that was just a dream this season. Yes, we did. We do need a twin twist. Oh, we did yeah. that too. We, oh, did yeah, John, too. John, we did John Dory, uh, that, that daddy Dory. Oh yeah. man! Oh, There's two John oh, Dorys. There's two Robert Patricks. Mm-hmm. The world is in balance. It's like the Jedi and the Sith. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we just need to, uh, and we have a we have a pet that that made a return. You know, mm-hmm. you found skid marks. There's a return. Hey, dog! Here you are. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. all it's all in balance. It's yeah. The world is in balance. Um, it, it's a loop. Is we've yeah. been here before. The end is it, the beginning. We've been there. Before. Yeah. The taxidermy guy is now a mortician who does instead of taxidermy, <laughs> uh, you know, embalming. It's pretty close. Pretty close. Still think taxidermy dot guy should have gotten a bigger arc. I Justice think, for I taxidermy agree, guy. I agree. He's I so agree. cool. Yeah, this so is cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> we wasted the good surprise on taxidermy guy. We did. We did. <laughs> we did. Yeah. yeah. Maybe then Frankenstein is who we bring in as the next bad guy. That could sure. be good. Yeah. The doctor or the monster? No, I yeah. mean uh, the kid. The kid, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I mean, no, not that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since they're already, you know, stealing Isn't he on, uh, he's on Riverdale. We can just bring yeah. him Oh, yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah. But they're stealing from all these zombie, zombie <laughs> properties. <laughs> the next step would be zombies gaining sentience, wouldn't it? But isn't there a show uh, on that already? Well, I'm saying we're stealing from all these other properties. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies had sentient zombies. Yeah. Yep. So I, I, I zombie and yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a common theme, but that would be the I'm next. Already step. dead. Yeah. Uh, oh, we can do the eye zombie thing. I'm okay with that. Yeah, we can do the eye zombie. <laughs> she starts like Alicia starts eating brains. By the way, then, Chanel, that should be in the theme show, a uh, theme song competition. I, we brought it up. I okay. think I brought it up and it got okay. shot down. Alexander Chester has no taste. I said it. I stand by it. <laughs> I know I think, that's just his favorite person. I, 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 think, I, I think you're safe. I think you're safe. With that take yeah, nobody's nobody who listens to that podcast listens to this one as well. Nah, someone, <laughs> so, someone is for sure narking, but I still think you're safe. I re- I'm I'll reasonably sure it's a very small sliver in the Venn diagram. No, nah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> happening. It's happening for sure. Uh, I but, might be that sliver, <laughs> but, but you're safe. Oh, and you're here, so you're not going to tell you're yourself. Safe. You're, you're safe. Yeah. You're safe. You're safe. You're yeah. safe. Still going to tell them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, have, I have some. I, I don't have much else to talk about the actual plot of this episode. Just have some small things. Okay. Um, I hate the way that Teddy says Alicia. It drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not going to be able to unhear it. I know. I, I'm ruining it for all of you, so you can all be here with me on this island of hating Alicia. 
Because I have mm-hmm. a friend named Alicia who's spells it with an E, and even she doesn't pronounce it that hard on the L. So I, I don't know what Teddy's deal is. Maybe this is his nickname for her. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And the scene where Alicia is in the bunker and Teddy's on the outside of the bunker, they kept doing this thing with the audio where the camera would cut to Alicia in the bunker and you'd hear Teddy kind of muffled on the outside. And then they'd cut to Teddy outside the bunker and he would be clear. And then they would cut back to the bunk inside the bunker and the conversation would just slip back and forth between who's on one side of the bunker. It was very jarring. I see what they were doing. They're going for the realism. I don't know that it worked. They didn't have okay, to do it. Fair. Didn't notice that, but that is a fair, fair and valid commentary. Well, they didn't have to do it. They could have. If they didn't do it, we'd probably be yelling at them for. Well, you wouldn't be able to hear them on that side without being muffled. So, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't I, I do that. Situation. <laughs> like, we, we don't would, complain we would, about stuff. I would AJ, come up here and spend fifteen minutes complaining about. It. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this show is for. Our jobs exactly. are to complain about TV. If you haven't noticed, so I'm going to complain about whatever they do. That's yeah. what I do. <laughs> we don't. True. We don't have to. We don't have to like. I guess I can complain about something. Why is this Texas again? Do we have to do this here? <laughs> they said Galveston. And I was like, oh, I used to go there all the time. Oh, that's where the missile is. Never mind. No. Don't go. Don't go. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do I, that. Stay away. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why it has to be Texas, but why does it have to be anywhere? Oh, well, Alicia is a town in Texas. It's what you probably didn't know. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I just made it up. <laughs> oh, that's probably why I didn't know that. <laughs> Um, it's better than Sue. <laughs> better yeah, than Sue. slightly better than Sue. I've got positive um, things to say. I, I mean, we've had a lot of positive things to say, Josh, but I want to hear your positive. I things. think I think Alicia Debnam Carey is very, very good. I think she's mm-hmm. like I think yep. she's I think she's way too good for the show. I I I, yep. I I I think the show won't survive her leaving the show. Uh, I think it will be really, really hard. Like as much as it it claims to be, and uh, often like. Um, fronts itself as the Morgan show. She's the only one who's been here from the very, very, very beginning and to lose her would be catastrophic for Fear the Walking Dead. So if and when, frankly, that happens, uh, it's going to be a problem for the show. But for her career, I hope it happens sooner because we deserve as uh, or I don't know about deserve, but we will benefit uh, from her having a lot of work. I thought that she was really, really great in this episode. She does a lot with just like her looks, mm-hmm. like the way that like she's like excited, like, like when you evaluate like her interactions with Cole at the start of the episode versus like where they go and just like the range of, uh, how that changes from like, like, I cannot believe you're here to I cannot believe you're doing this. Like, it's just very, 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 very good. And I did find myself at multiple points throughout the episode just being like actually mesmerized by how good of a, a performer she is. Um, I want I want to see more Alicia Demnum carry stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's what she does great. And she did it on, on the hundred as well is is that she projects such authority with stillness. Mm-hmm. That a lot of yeah. actors have to like will posture and make themselves big, and she's just cool, just staying as as small as she is and just staring and the, and the focus and and just everything's in the face. And uh, I, I agree, she's she's fantastic, and I, I'd love to see her get on uh, get get on a show with 
a little bit more elevated material. I mean, I love these shows. Don't get me wrong, but I'd like to see what she, she could do with like a really dramatic family situation that is in the real world with real situations as opposed to all this fantastical stuff, because I think she could knock that out of the park even more than, than, you know, the realness that she brings to this nonsense. And I hope yeah. that she gets like, uh, like a true prestige show. Uh, and I don't even mean that in, in like terms of like shading the Walking Dead franchise. Just the reality of the Walking Dead franchise is with the exception of World Beyond, which is its own thing. Um, these are like mega seasons of television. You're talking about like 16 episode seasons of, of TV where there's like very little time for breaking down. Like there's a reason Denai Guerrera had to leave. Her career was just exploding and there was no way to do Walking Dead and all of the other things that she needs to do. Uh, or Andrew Lincoln, who's like, I can't be doing this all the time anymore because that's all you're doing when you're on one of these shows just by virtue of the insane um, production demands. Um, so like if she if she leaves at some point which you know eventually we shall all leave uh mm. you know in one way or another everybody leaves sometime you know um i i really hope that she winds up on um you know in in a situation where she can do like a 10 episode season of something like a westworld that the expectation is that it comes on every two years or something like that. So she can go and do other stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like she should have like a really big career. Like there is no reason why Alicia Debnam Carey can't win an Oscar someday. If only like the big, the reason will be uh, because she just like languished in the walking dead for too long <laughs> uh, or because like, she's just like so tied up in these kinds of projects, uh, but it's not going to mm-hmm. be for, for lack of talent. Yeah, and we've, we're running into this kind of first world problem situation on Fear the Walking Dead, where we have a couple of people whose acting is so good that mm-hmm. it highlights when the acting is not good. Yeah, and I yeah. really like felt Coleman like Domingo is on exactly. that list. Yep. you know, yeah, yeah. Lenny James Lenny is on James. that list. Yeah. Like we've mm-hmm. had a couple of Lenny James episodes where it's like, oh, he's. He's actually bad acting on top of good acting, on yeah. top of bad acting, on top of good acting. And it's, he does this like 4D chess thing. And I noticed this especially when you had the interplay between Alicia and Cole. The guy who plays Cole, he was fine. He wasn't great. And it made him look worse to have mm-hmm. him playing off of her. And a lot of his stuff just kind of came out as like, he had that sort of projected, um, ABC after school special diction. Like, I don't really know how to describe it, but like, we all got out of the stadium and in this sort of like stentorian way that I don't think it was really, I think against anybody else, it's fine, but she's just so good that it made him less good. Does that, if that makes any sense? Mm-hmm. I know, I see that. And I think Josh has a good point. The problem is that she's so good that I, Unless she decides to leave, they're not going to do anything with her. Like, she's staying, you know, if she doesn't, like, it's not like they're going to write her off the show, right? Like, she is so good. And uh, this is our this is our chance. We can missile Morgan out of here. You know, I don't love Morgan. But if we, if we want to get away from, yes, if we want to get away from Morgan as, you know, the, this is the Morgan show, right? This could very well be the Alicia show. It should have been day one. It should have been her show. Her mom was the original. You know, this is the the Madison show, and now it's kind of hers to pick up the mantle. She's doing so well. 
Um, the problem is that she could do better somewhere else. But if they get rid of Morgan, I would not be mad at the Alicia, you know, Alicia Clark leading, you know, all the the people. I feel like um, the likelier thing, the likelier thing is that the show ends. Mm. Then then to get rid of Morgan. Yeah, I think so. But I want him gone so bad. (laughs) But the show, the show has become the more like, I think it's like what's likelier uh, of these three things, like to rank them. Morgan leaves the show. Alicia leaves the show. Fear the Walking Dead ends. Those are the three mm-hmm. things. I think the the likeliest thing is Alicia leaves the show first. Yeah. Then I think Fear the Walking Dead ends. Then I think Morgan leaves Fear the Walking Dead. Like they're not gonna. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. They could have killed him. They they had him dead yeah. to rights. They mm-hmm. shot him. He was dead. And then they're like, no, we're going to give him like the super funky smelly wound and Ew. bring him back to life. Damn it, uh, Dakota. You know, <laughs> so like they're never going to kill Morgan. Dakota ruins everything. They'll never Dakota's kill Morgan. The They'll never kill Morgan. Ever, 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 ever. I don't uh, think they kill him. They might write him off. They might do what they did on regular Walking Dead. Like, hey, go on walkabout for a while. Your work here is done. Go fix somebody else's problems. But I think like Alicia Debnam Carey, like uh, like getting out of her contract and leaving happens before that for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if anybody is a showrunner or something watching a show like this and they should be able to see how, how amazing this girl, like she is great. Like Alicia has been like consistent too. Like, and I mean, I think a couple podcasts ago, I said like, she's a badass, but I don't just mean like the character, like obviously the actress is doing the things that need to be done. And so, yeah, I, I feel like if you're paying at least a little attention to the walking dead, then you probably know that Alicia is a standout among some of these uh, really good actors as well. Um, she's, she's right there with them. Yeah. And it's kind of maybe the thing that keeps us coming back is that there's so much talent on this show and it's oh yeah i mean i i've i've also kind of felt that on regular walking dead sometimes like there's yeah. just they sometimes when the writing i i've i've had plenty of things to say about the writing on both of these shows i very rarely have something bad to say about the performances and that's not just because i don't i'm out of my depth when it comes to acting yeah mm-hmm. i think well, the I mean, other thing yeah. that keeps us coming back is uh the rubbernecking it's mm. like, oh, what happened on the other side of the road? I gotta look at that. Yeah, there's that too. Uh, and there's also just getting to hang out with you guys. Yes, that's Ooh. true. Yeah, the real fear of the Walking Dead. <laughs> no, no. Yep. <laughs> it's the sandwiches we ate along the way. We're the, yes. <laughs> we're the we drank along the way. <laughs> we're the te- we're the Teddy cultists accumulated <laughs> along the way. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, is is that is that a good note to end on then, guys? I'm, I think so. I think let's let's end positively. Uh, next week, or I guess two weeks from now, the USS Pennsylvania is what it's Ooh. called. Ooh. Oh man, good stuff. Mm. Um, I again that clip of the first five minutes. They explain something huge right off the bat. Okay, and I'm cool. Pretty pleased with that. Um, and the first scene is very clearly meant to evoke are all of people of a certain age have certain feelings about nuclear things that the opening scenes are really taken directly from those old shots of like Chernobyl, like people just walking away mid whatever. And there's a really great scene. The opening shot is like, Oh, that looks exactly like all that footage of Chernobyl. We had to watch as kids. Oh, God. Um, so that's really fun. 
Um, <laughs> and then they they go right into let's explain a big plot point. And like, yes, I love it when you knock things off the board. This is something we needed to know, and you did it right away. So that's pretty good. Um, I've, I'm very excited. I've, I've got two weeks to marinate in it, and I think it's going to be good. So, Josh Wiggler, what else is going on with you? So much. So much is happening here on Post Show Recaps. Uh, down the hatch. Everything is super community building. Uh, the 24 podcast coming very, very soon. And in fact, there is a sneak preview of the 24 podcast currently available for you to listen to if you are a patron of post show recaps just at that $5 patron feed podcast level. So consider signing up if you haven't done so already. Patreon.com slash post show recaps. Uh, to check out all of the amazing things we're doing and support your favorite podcasters. That's us. Yay. <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, Chappelle, what's up with you? Well, speaking of the patron disc, uh, like the patron uh, whole th- situation that Josh was talking about, I think I'm going to be doing some patron only content soon. Uh, I've been invited to talk to Brooklyn Zed and Grace Leader about the show Pose. And yes. So that should be this week, I believe. We're talking about um, episode five of season three, and season three will be the last season of Pose. So I'm very excited to be joining them and talking about that. Uh, it's going to be fun, and I and I like fun. Uh, also, Rob is allowing me to talk Survivor with him this week. It's been a while. I think the last mm-hmm. time I talked to him was a um, not one of my favorite seasons, but that's kind of the pattern here. And here is another season where I'm going to have a lot of strong opinions about the cast. I get to talk about Survivor, the Australian Outback. Which, yes, I'm sure you guys remember I universally beloved cast, uh, you know, Jeff Varner, <laughs> Elizabeth Filarski, and I know, I amongst, know. amongst many others. And so, um, oh, how did Never I get my coupon? So you go back and you listen to the first chapter of the evolution of strategy, the Borneo chapter, and the tease for the next chapter is me saying, Rob, like, we're about to, I know it's already early, but we're getting to my favorite season of Survivor. Talk about takes that do not hold up well. <laughs> yes. Well, I famously get to talk about all the great cast. Um, great. Y'all might remember I talked about Survivor Thailand with Rob, <laughs> as That's well great. as some, some, what was the other one? Oh, whatever horrible season that was. But I get to talk about all the fun ones. Weren't and you on? Fun as well. Weren't you on the one with me? Uh, no, was that? No, no, I wasn't. I got to talk about. Um, oh no, you were not unfortunate enough to be stuck with me. Oh no, we did. We do HHH. Yeah, we did HHH, dude. HHH is a fine cast. I think we had fun um, talking about HHH. Yeah, I think the issue is that I recently did the other season as well. What was it? Season thirty nine. Oh yeah, um, which I know Josh loves. Season thirty nine is his favorite My season. Favorite. Survivor. Yep. Next to Survivor Australian Outback. <laughs> so, and Thailand. So, you know, I'm just knocking out all of uh, Josh's favorites. And this week I'll be talking about that with Rob and Amy Chan. Uh, and then I think that's it. Oh, no, we have the reality TV rewind as well. Rob will be out for that um, because he is traveling. And so I will be talking to Taryn Armstrong and Mari Forth about the show Solitary. Um, oh, I love so, that show. That was a good one. Yeah, it was of high demand and so we are gonna uh we're gonna tackle it without rob and see what happens and so that's all i got going on right now oh is that all yeah, yeah. just a little bit we're, just, we're yeah. going in like decreasing order of busyness and here's aj who's running two podcasts all on his own and 
And we go from Josh, who's doing podcasts every day of the week, to Chappelle, who does podcasts five or six days a week, to AJ, who's <laughs> running two podcasts all on his own, to me, and this is the only thing I've got going on. AJ, tell us about your podcast. How's Criminal Minds going? Criminal Minds is going great. We are uh, deep in the heart of season one as we... Uh... <laughs> Thelonious Pundits, me and Kintad Svensgaard, not doing it entirely on my own. Kintad is handling uh, editing duties on, uh, and hosting duties on that, but I, I'm along for the ride. Uh, if you like Criminal Minds, or if you don't like Criminal Minds, it works just as well as uh, listen to, if you're listening to this podcast, or the, the, this show. Might as well. Might as well. Criminal Do you have Minds. to watch Criminal Minds? That's the question, because you don't have to watch Walking Dead. To oh, listen heck to no. Okay. Heck no. Jump right in. Jump right in. You don't even know nothing. We We... Break it down, and we we have uh, conniptions just like we do on this podcast, and just go off on how that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one that does make sense, uh, beat my guest, my trivia podcast. It is coming back this week. I believe I'm going to be dropping hey, the first episode of the new season nice. on Friday, Friday, Friday. Brand new format, and it's going to be fun. Uh, tough trivia, tough but fair. Uh, and the heck, the trivia is just a MacGuffin to talk with people and uh, guests and have a good time. So check it out. Yeah, that Beat My Guest is one of the most fun podcasts I've ever done. It's like top five for me easily. I really top five, baby. It. Yep, top five, baby. <laughs> it's like it's it's between that and um, watching Hand That Rocks the Cradle with Mario Lanza for his Staff Picks podcast, or maybe like the the Beat My Guest one that I just annihilated and making fun of 90s erotic thrillers with Mario Lanza are like my top two podcast experiences that aren't on RGP or Pokemon. I was going to say that this this episode that we did tonight was number one, though. <laughs> of course. Number one in our hearts, for yeah. sure. Yeah. There you go. Obviously. I mean, people, yeah. will, people will form cults around this episode. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I hope not. Jess, you got a lot of stuff going on, too? Yes? No? Maybe? I have a day job, I guys. <laughs> <laughs> I... I actually, I have, I have, don't, I have very little going on right now. Um, <laughs> that is pretty. This is pretty much my whole, my whole social life. This right is what now. I got. This, this is, is what I. These are the people I talk to that I don't live with. Yeah. Don't take it away from me, guys, please. <laughs> like, if if I don't work, if I don't work with you at my other job, or I don't live know with you. you, I don't yeah. talk to you. <laughs> yeah. So, what are you going to do next week when there's no fear of the Walking Dead? I'm just going to like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I taught my kid how to play Uno, so we'll probably do that. Uno is fun. Uno's, Uno's fun. Uno's good. Yep. So how'd, yep. reverse. Drop, how'd, how'd you go for wild card? <laughs> you went from Pokemon Go to Uno. Oh, we're yeah. we're also playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. Okay. Just making yeah. sure. I have to get my my. I gotta up, get a status update every week. Like, are we still doing Pokemon Go? I, 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 I really, I I'm really invested. I haven't hit it up yet, but I am thinking about it. Oh no! Here's what I found. Here's my Pokemon Go tip of the week. You can mm-hmm. play it on a New York City bus. You can't play it on the subway. But if you're above ground on the bus, the bus is moving slowly enough. You can hit like every Pokestop along the way. You can catch rare Pokemons. I caught a very high powered throw, who is my favorite. Um, I, it was, it was very fun. We, we went, we went on like a three mile bus ride over the weekend and we, the two of us just played Pokemon Go the whole time and we caught things. We fought, we did Pokestops. It was great. Yeah, I, I, I am. Um, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Haymaker Hattie. You can also find me on Pokemon Go at Haymaker Hattie. <laughs> um, and apparently on three hour bus rides in New York City. Yeah. <laughs> at Haymaker Most, Hattie. Yeah. yeah. Three, mi- three miles, not three hours. It's probably 45 minutes. But well, some may feel like that to the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. it, it does. 
Yeah. Uh, I am not on Pokemon Go. Stuff at that light. Yeah. We're working on it. Yeah, I will say I'll consider it since Justin playing and, and Josh might be playing. So maybe maybe I'll, I'll throw my hat into the ring as well. Yeah, but you are on Twitter. I am on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show. And I'm just tweeting about stuff all the time. It's what I do. If you don't want to see that, don't follow me. But you can follow me. It's fun. I promise. Yeah, if you've got insomnia any night, like just hop on <laughs> and Chappelle's probably talking about some nonsense. Yeah, but I'll wake up and delete it really early in the morning. too. <laughs> In fact, you should look forward to insomnia because you get to catch the stuff that he doesn't delete. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And uh, Josh Wiggler, you are still on the Twitter at Round Howard. That's me. I haven't changed it. I don't think I'm gonna. Never change, uh, Josh. I, Never plan change. To, I plan to stay exactly the same for the rest of my life. I love it. I love that for you, man. Um, yeah, it's a good It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. And AJ Mass is, of course, on Twitter at AJ Mass. And indeed, indeed. Talking a little baseball and other sports. And uh, well, now that Eurovision's over, I got to find something else uh, obsessive to uh, tweet about constantly. So there is that. Go Italy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is the nice thing about the Internet. There's always something to obsess about. We want to hear you obsessing about this podcast. Check out my segue. That was awesome. You can find us on the aforementioned Twitters. You can also tweet at post show recaps. You can leave a comment on postshowrecaps.com. Find the page for this episode. Drop us a line there. Rate and review us in the iTunes store. That helps boost the popularity of the podcast and bring in more crazy people to our little post-apocalyptic serial killer zombie cult. We love that. We we want it. We want you all to join. Tell your friends about us. If you're watching, you're watching Fear the Walking Dead, you don't have to watch it alone. You can hang out with us. So thanks to the three of you for joining us on this journey this week. And thanks to all our listeners. Thanks to our behind the scenes crew. And we will see you guys next week. 